Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts out there. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor, but still want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, to name a few. Perfect for enjoying with family or friends and taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 963, Getting to Now, How to Beat the Procrastination Habit by J.D. Roth of getrichslowly.org and I'm Justin Mollick. Welcome back or welcome for the first time if you're new here. The idea of this podcast is pretty simple. I get permission from authors and narrate their content for you so you can take a break from staring at a screen. And I've been doing it for almost a thousand days straight thanks to you. For now, let's get right to the post as we optimize your life. Getting to Now, How to Beat the Procrastination Habit by J.D. Roth of GetRichSlowly.org. I am a procrastinator. I always have been. It's a character flaw and I admit it. I've tried all sorts of things to beat the habit, getting things done, email reminders, dozens of list systems, but the only thing that seems to work is to do it now. This is blindingly obvious, I know, but many people lose sight of this fundamental skill. It's not that we don't know that we should do things now, it's that we've forgotten how. Here are some techniques I've been using to try to force myself to get to now. Number one, set aside blocks of time to do things. When I was talking with my wellness coach earlier this year, she asked me why I didn't exercise more often. I don't have the time, I said. Something always comes up. She wasn't impressed. JD, she said, you have to make time. Make an appointment with yourself to run or to go for a bike ride. The same principle applies to other things you might procrastinate. Chris and I used to schedule a block of time on Saturday morning specifically to clean the house. Each week, we'd tackle a different room. If we didn't do this, I'd just put it off for weeks or months. Pick an hour a day to get things done. Number two, if it comes to mind, then do it. Often I'll be sitting on the back porch reading a book and it will occur to me that some chore needs to be done, pruning the laurel hedge, for example. I need to write that down so I can remember it, I tell myself. Wrong. What usually happens is that I forget to write it down and even if I do, I just look at the list and procrastinate for weeks on end. The best move is to actually do the chore when I think of it, assuming, of course, that I have the time at that moment, which I usually do. Number three, use a timer to bring you back to reality. Part of the reason I procrastinate is that I have a rich mental life. This is just a flowery way of saying that I'm a daydreamer. I'm always lost in thought. One way to keep on track is to use a timer. I use the Ultrack Jumbo Countdown Timer, but not as often as I should. I set it for 48 minutes, and when it goes off, it serves as an instant reality check. Am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Number four, do not multitask. Oh, how I love multitasking. 
I'm great at doing many things at once, I told Chris once. She gave me one of those looks. No, you're not, she said. You're great at starting many things at once, but you never actually do any of them. Ouch, but she's right. In order for me to get something done, I need to focus my attention on it. Trying to do several things at once is a sure way to be sure they'll all be unfinished tomorrow. Number five, modify your environment to eliminate distractions. Distractions feed procrastination. How many of these have you told yourself? I'll just check email one more time before I start. I'll go for a walk after I finish reading this magazine. I can paint the house next weekend. I wanna watch the Seahawks game today. Whenever possible, eliminate distractions. Remove clutter and snack items from your workspace. When working on your computer, only keep the programs you need open. I feel like a hypocrite for advising this. I can't even make myself close my email client for five minutes. Keep your office tidy. Don't turn on the television unless there's something specific you intend to watch. Number six, compare your actions with your personal values. Last week, I wrote that it doesn't matter what we say is important to us. The things that are priorities in our lives are the things we actually do. How does what you do mesh with what you believe? If you say that getting out of debt is important to you, are you actually doing the things that will lead you to get out of debt? If one of your goals is to fit into your old Levi's, how is watching another episode of The Office going to help you achieve that? Go for a walk. And number seven, take back your brain. I've mentioned the website takebackyourbrain.com before in the context of marketing. Its premise is simple. Instead of letting advertisers persuade you, use marketing techniques to advertise to yourself. While this is a great way to fight consumer culture, it's also a smart way to combat procrastination. Create some in-home or in-office advertising to remind you to stop putting things off to encourage you to do it now. Beating procrastination isn't rocket science, but it is psychology. For many of us, that's just as difficult. It's scary how well this Psychology Today article on this post describes me. If only it gave some tips on how to move beyond this. Instead, it offers one small slice of solace. Quote, procrastinators can change their behavior, but doing so consumes a lot of psychic energy. And it doesn't necessarily mean one feels transformed internally. It can be done with highly structured cognitive behavioral therapy, end quote. Can you tell I've been struggling with procrastination lately? This is something I'll continue to work on. If you have any tips or stories, I'd love to hear them. Meanwhile, it must be time to read The War of Art again. Maybe I'll do that next week. You just listened to the post titled, Getting to Now, How to Beat the Procrastination Habit by J.D. Roth of GetRichSlowly.org. I'll leave it there for today. Have a happy rest of your day. Hope you're having a great one. And I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.